contempt is not divine. That's the title of a little vignette that we're about to do. Thanks to Pastor Sherry for helping record this on a beautiful Friday afternoon outside. So this is based on today's gospel lesson, that story of the tax collector and the Pharisee both praying in the temple. Whatever we do vignettes, we do them for a couple of reasons. We do them maybe because a Bible story is a little hard to understand and we figure by uh, enacting it, it's a little easier to connect to. But that's not the case with this story. I think this story is super easy to understand. So then sometimes it's important to try and bring it into scenes that might happen in our lives and, and how are those scenes uh, reflective of the Bible story and how can we learn from the Bible story. So that's what we're going to do today. We're just going to have a bunch of little scenes as we progress through things. The very last scene is going to be a reenactment of the Bible story itself, the parable, uh, maybe having it turn out just a little differently and for the better. So here we go. Contempt is definitely not divine. Scene one. Uh -huh. Well, I'm going to make myself a really good sandwich. So I'm going to put the mayo on and then a little lettuce. And then we still have, we still have tomatoes that, that grew in our garden. They're still kind of ripening on the counter. So a little tomato, a little cucumber probably, and some turkey. And hey. it's going to be delicious. Hey, John. Uh, what you doing there? Oh, hey, Sherry. Um, uh, I'm fasting. <clears throat> You're fasting? Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm fasting. I'm fasting on Mondays and Thursdays, to be exact. Uh, it's Friday today? Uh, true, but we came up with the idea on Thursday, so as far as I'm concerned, it's still Thursday. Mm. Uh, okay, wait, what? You're fasting, but it's actually Friday, and what? And you're, you're making a sandwich? Why, why would you do that? Well, the important word there is I'm making a sandwich. You'll notice I'm not actually eating the sandwich. Okay, that is just the craziest thing I've ever heard. Why, why would you do that? Come on. Make, makes perfect sense to me, Sherry. So it, it's thinking of today's, today's parable that Jesus tells us. So uh, remember when, when the Pharisee speaks in that story, he says he fasts two times a week. We know from traditions around that time uh, that those days of the week would have been Tuesdays and Thursdays. So I, I'm just kind of doing that and seeing what it's like. And, and the thing about fasting is it really puts you in touch with what it's like not to have food. A lot of people experience that. It puts you more in touch with your body. And, and it's just kind of a good discipline for the spirit. So that's what I'm trying to do here. That pretty much should explain everything. Plus, I only got to make it till 6 p.m. tonight. That's when the, when the sun sets. Biblical fasts were sun up to sundown. There we go. I don't know. I still think it's a crazy idea. Fasting and faithfulness by making a sandwich? <laughs> Whatever. Come on. New scene. Wow, this is like, I'm not sure I remember how to do this. This is tougher than I remember it being. Uh, hey, John, what you doing there? Um, well, I'm, I'm practicing changing a diaper, Sherry, because, so, you know my family pretty well. So my brother Bob, my sister Deb, Deb's late husband was Ken, uh, mm -hmm. Bob's married to Ann, Barb and I are married. So each of those three families had two kids, those six cousins, are ages 26 to 39, guess how many babies they have? Zero at this point, zero. So Ann and Deb and Barbara are going crazy. They just want to hold a baby. I want to hold a baby. But then it occurred to me, if I'm holding a baby at some point, oh wait, 
Did I tell you? There no. is a baby. <gasps> there is a baby. Jack, James and Annie finally had their baby. So wow. there's a baby. Uh, but I haven't changed like a diaper for like 23 years. Uh, well, I'm pretty experienced with changing diapers and you're doing it all wrong. Well, what am I doing wrong? Well, for starters, you've got it backwards. Uh, okay. And now you got it upside down. Uh, okay. All right, now all right. don't forget, you're gonna like, you know, uh, like uh, Velcro the sides together, right? Because uh, otherwise you're gonna have a big mess well, on your hands. Well, I'm having, I'm getting a little intimidated here by You know, all this these baby isn't even moving either. Wait till like, you start changing a live baby and they're kicking on you. Right now I'm really feeling intimidated. Oh boy, that baby Jack is gonna like, he is gonna have quite the experience when he meets you. <laughs> End of that scene. So that's contempt, right? You know, it doesn't have to be some big thing in life. It's just the little things in life. Contempt is when we kind of put ourselves up and put somebody else down in the process. Um, Jesus, I think, says that contempt is not good in any setting, but it's especially bad when you link it to, like, religion, because that's what the Pharisee was doing in the story. He was counting all the ways he was great and all the ways other people were bad. At the end, Jesus says to us that comparing ourselves to others is a bad thing. But even worse than that is when we are just filled with that kind of attitude towards someone else, else to be filled with contempt for them because it doesn't help us or help, help them. It only just creates this distance between us. It separates us. It judges us. But humility has a way of reconnecting us, reconnecting our spirits to something that is good and positive and that something that is, is soul-saving for our lives. So it's a much better quality of this faith life to live into. I like that, soul-saving. Should we try it again? Sure. All right, take two. Got to take my sandwich back apart. Putting some mustard on, that's good. Put a little uh, lettuce on. Tomato from our garden that's still growing on our table. Garden and then a little turkey on. Got a great sandwich to go there. Mm. Uh, hey, John, what you doing? Oh, hey, Sherry, I'm, I'm fasting. Uh, wait, fasting? Yeah, I'm fasting, Mondays and Thursdays to be exact. But I think it's Friday today. Well, we came up with the idea on Thursday, so I'm thinking it's still Thursday, at least for video purposes. Okay, wait. So you're fasting by making a sandwich? Well, the important word is I'm making a sandwich. You'll notice I'm not eating the sandwich. Okay. Should okay. I help you with that? So faithfulness and fasting by making a sandwich? Well, yeah, yeah, because see, see, I only have to make it till sundown anyway. I mean, in yeah. the Bible, a fast was sunrise to sundown. So right now it's noon as we're shooting this. So i got to mm -hmm. make a couple hours yet. And, yeah. and then the thing about fasting is... is I don't know, it puts you in touch with the fact of what it's like to be hungry. A lot of people in the world are hungry. It's kind of a good discipline to be in. It reminds you of how valuable food is. I mean, there are just all sorts of good reasons to, to fast, so I think that pretty much explains it. Wow, that's pretty amazing that you're doing this. It's kind of crazy, but wow, good for you that you're not giving in into the temptation to eat that sandwich right now. Uh, yeah, I haven't even licked the knife. <sighs> Faithfulness and fasting, wow, what a cool idea. Can I try it? Uh, how about if we try another? How about oh. if we try another scene? Sounds good. <laughs> All right. Uh, oh man. Huh. 
I have not done this lately. I'm not very good at this. Uh, hey, John, what you doing? Uh, hey, Sherry. Well, I'm practicing changing a diaper because you know my family. So there's my sister, Deb, and her laced husband, Ken. There's my brother, Bob, and his wife, Ann. And then there's Barb and I. So we all each had two kids. Those kids are now all ages 26 to 39. How many babies are there in that generation? The answer would be like zero. And so Ann and Debbie and Barb are just going crazy. They want to hold a baby so bad. And I want to hold a baby. And guess what? what? There's a baby, <gasps> Jack. James and James, Annie. James and if, Annie. They finally had their baby? baby, so we all want to hold this baby. But I figured if I'm gonna hold the baby, I have to like know how to change a diaper. Oh, so, you know what? Like, Those parents I, are gonna love you yeah. if you offer to change that diaper. Well, we're trying. But you know what? Uh, I'm pretty experienced with this, and I True. think you got it. You got it a little wrong. You okay. kind of got it upside down. So and, like this. Oh, now now it's backwards. Yeah. More like okay, that. Okay, now don't forget, you gotta fasten like okay. the Velcro on the sides. Okay. You gotta right. get it up and right. tight. Feeling a little. Yeah, because you don't want here. anything to like, well, you know, yeah. spray out of there. Then yeah, you yeah. really have a big mess on I your do hands. You remember that? Okay. Yeah. You almost got it. You know what? Sometimes those Velcro strips could be a little tricky, but I think you got it. You know what? That baby Jack. He is going to be in for such an amazing, amazing adventure with you. Thanks, Sherry. In a small way, that's the difference between humility and contempt. You know, the thing about contempt is it, it just kind of leaks out, right? I mean, I don't think we plan it, but it kind of comes out of our angers and our insecurities, and half the time it's misdirected at the wrong person anyway. I, don't you think where contempt especially comes from is is we really value something or put a lot of time into something or it's really important to us and then we encounter somebody who's, who disagrees with that or they're just in a bit different place. They don't value it or believe that or, or think the same way and then it's so easy for us to become insecure about that and, and defensive and contemptuous. Or you can go the other way and, and see it as maybe a chance just to be with somebody new in a different way. All I know is that contempt is not divine. And that's why humility is so soul-saving. Because there's something about it that even when we encounter other people that maybe are different than us or have had a different experience, um, if we can just go one little step further to try to be curious, ask questions, learn about their perspective or their approach or their background, then we might be able to learn a little something. We might even be able to gain a new perspective that, that we adopt. And even if we don't, even if we still think that we've got the right way to change a diaper, then at least we've been able to share something with them. And we leave a little positive touch on them and it leaves a little positive touch on ourselves instead of just breeding so much negativity and division. Humility is soul saving. And very divine. And so very let's take divine. one last look at that biblical parable of Jesus's. See what happens. Oh, yeah. <sighs> so, Jesus, thank you. Thanks for the people who taught me how to pray. Thanks for all the things you put in my life. Uh, it allows me to, when I can at least, try and share a lot with with different groups that make really good use of it. 
Thanks for giving me really good role models. I don't think I've messed up too much in life. And I guess thank you. Thank you for letting me not be like her. Although, perhaps we have more in common than we first think. Everybody holds her in contempt because she collects taxes for the Roman Empire. The thing is, everybody knows that if, if people like her didn't collect the taxes, they'd just come down and sack our cities and kill half of us. She actually saves our lives by collecting the taxes. Everybody knows that. It doesn't stop them from holding her in contempt. Kind of happens with me, too. I, I just I try and obey what you teach us. Uh, try and pray. Try and be a good person. Try and share. But every once in a while, somebody looks at me and says, well, he's just a religious nutcase. <laughs> and they'll kind of hold me in contempt, too. I'm just trying to honor you, the one who saves everybody's lives. Anyhow, thank you. Thank you for prayer. Thank you for something to share. And I guess thank you for this person I am about to meet. I am so sorry to interrupt because I know you were praying, but I, I could just tell that you were really just praying from your heart, and I just wanted you to know that I really respect that. Uh, uh, you, you know I'm a tax collector, right? Does it make any difference who you are when you're praying? Well, I, I, I guess it doesn't. The only reason I came over and talked to you was I, I was just thinking that professionally we probably have some traits in common and I, I wondered if sometime we could just trade stories about what we do. Hmm. Yeah, I, I guess we could. That, that would be something really good to do. I would, I would enjoy that. There would be a lot of stories that we could share, especially ones about what it looks like to live in humility. You know, that would be a story worth telling. And it would be a story worth all of us telling. Because if we do that, then it, it allows us to maybe help the world be a better place and also allows this vignette to be done.